Hey guys, welcome to Whatever with Dave and Kels. I'm talking louder than that, according to David. Uh, he's coming over to his mic now. He's yes. taking forever. Yes, sir. There he is. Let me turn this on real quick. Sweet. Tell what we're talking so, about today, Kelsey. Yeah, so today we're talking about being yourself, being comfortable with who you are. Check it. Uh, not worrying about, oh, that's awesome. That's cool as shit, isn't it? Yeah, we have, we have a new setup here. Uh, we actually have a table now. Um, and hopefully you guys will be able to hear me a little bit better and it doesn't sound like I'm a mile away from the mic. We actually have a house now. We were doing this in the alleyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we started uh, We started in the car, <laughs> moved to the alleyway, and now we are in the house. Yeah, we could be really good at get out, getting that wind in these mics. Yeah, I absolutely. So what yes. kind of research did you go through to do this? Um, Cause I have uh, well, I did it all this morning, uh, but I, I had come up with it just from uh, listening to Jordan Peterson and just recently from you know working at Cronin and everything um so like starting with you know my experience um working at Cronin you kind of have to you have to use your own personality like you can't you know just like be shy and all that you have to be able to you know build rapport with your customers and you know have your own way of of talking to them and working with them and all that and I, I feel like I've grown into my own personality a lot since then um, I never really, th- I, I was, I've always been sort of like just a little shy, I would say. Um, I mean, if I had to be honest about it, you know what I mean? I used to be. And, yeah. And, but I mean, at Domino's, I wasn't, um, I, I came out of my shell a lot there. Um, and now like I'm fully out of it. I have been for a while now, I think. Um, but I've just, I just learned how to, you know, you, you can say some things like that are according to your personality and all that, that, uh. David, you look like you're about to cry. I know, because I just yawned. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but I, I feel like now, like, I'm you're comfortable ter- with... You're just, you're so, you sound so beautiful, dude, when you talk loud. Do it I? It makes you want to cry. Awesome. Well, I'm <laughs> glad to hear that. I hope uh, I hope all of our followers are, are crying with joy. <laughs> yeah, but um, oh, fuck. I, I just found, uh, you know, just working with uh, Chris and Skinny and, and all that, like, they brings really... brings it out of you? Yeah, yeah, it brings it out of me, and, like, just seeing how they you know, how they present themselves with their customers and, you know, how, you know, you can, you can joke around with people and, you know, there, you obviously have to have a filter with, with certain people. And like, if you get comfortable enough with a customer, you can say just about anything. Like if a customer starts, you know, cussing, talking about, you know, this and that, like you just pal around with them and be their friend and yeah, I beat my wife last week. With them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So did Part you of my, did you do that at Domino's too with customers? What's that? Were you just super outgoing with Domino's customers? I started to be like, when, especially on the phone. Like I was pretty cool with people on the phone. Yeah, I tried to be. Um, and you know, just depending on who I was delivering to, like their personality. If they didn't want to talk to you, then I'm not gonna sit there. See, and, you know, I've, have a I've never experienced that. I've only delivered like ten times, and usually they want to at least say how was your day or something. Yeah, I've yeah. never had like the straight dicks who just don't give a shit. Yeah, I always try to start off like, hey, how's it going tonight, you know, and, like, you know, oh. some people, like, literally there were some people who didn't even respond. They, like, they, they take the receipt, sign it, and give it back. They say, cool, like, see ya. <laughs> yeah, see you later, I just want the pizza. <laughs> Thanks you. for the food, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So, yeah, plenty so, of research under your belt? Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, maybe not plenty, I only looked at one website this morning. And well, then, what's, like, the main gimmick behind being yourself? So, I mean, I wouldn't say yourself. there's, like, a gimmick, I think it's, like... 
you just have to know yourself. Like you, like that's where it starts. You have to learn who you are, like learn how your personality works. And like I started with that. Jordan Peterson has a uh, personality test. I think it's I think it's called Know Yourself. Um, I I would have to double check on that. I was gonna write it down, but I forgot. Um, but basically, it looks at like the five. Uh, the big five personality traits, like, uh, Oh, wait, I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 I forget what they are though. Yeah. I should have looked that up. See, we do need Avery on this one. Yeah. Sorry, Avery. That's okay. I tried calling him. He's like, he was asleep and I was like, Hey, uh, you want to come here? And he was like, can you wait? And I was like, he's almost here. No. And he was just like, well, I'm going back to bed then. (laughs) Yeah. So he's not Avery. Young Avery will not be with us on this one guy. Sorry. Very unfortunate. Yeah, it is. But I'll, I'll try and I'll remember some of them. I think one of them is like extroversion. What uh, does that even mean? Extroversion yeah. is like how outgoing you are, how willing you are to start a conversation. Oh, okay. And like, I'm pretty good on that one. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and like you can, your, your personality can change incrementally as you grow. Like oh, you, yeah. There, like there are weak parts of your personality that you can definitely work on. Like extroversion was one for me. Like, being able to go out of my way to start a conversation really? with somebody. Oh, definitely. I guess I've never noticed. Yeah, I mean, like, just from when I've worked with you and now, like, I don't really have a problem with saying hi to somebody, you know. Every time um, you say something like that, I just remember that British guy I met at Kroger. Yeah, yeah. yeah that guy was, that was cool. hilarious. Yeah. He said he moved, this guy from uh, UK, he was from yeah. the UK, right? He moved yeah. to Richmond, and I was like, why the fuck would you move from the UK to Richmond? He was just like, love. And I was just like, well, I hope she's worth it. And she was like, oh, she is. And I was like, okay, see ya. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. He's a nice guy. Yeah, that's that's a big commitment. Yeah, he was a nice guy. And then yeah. what are the other? Do you know any of the other ones? Because I'll look them um, up right now if you can't think of them. Yeah, yeah, look them up while I'm trying to stumble through What this. is it? Just the five what? Big, big five personality traits is something. Is it just going to be straight up uh, Jordan Peterson? Um, no, probably not. Okay, so he just ripped it off because he's a piece of shit? No, because he's a world-renowned psychologist. <laughs> That's why, David. So we got openness? Openness to experience, which that one, that one, uh, well, the, or, okay, so he describes it as openness to experience, so that would translate to, like, intellect. I'm halfway there. You're halfway I'm there? I'm halfway there, because I, I let fear rule my life a lot, not gonna lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if they're like, so if someone was like, "You want to go to Hawaii?" I'd be like, "Don't you, can't you only get to Hawaii through boat or plane?" They'd be like, "Yeah." I'd be like, "No." Wow, dude. Yeah, dude. Are you I, scared of the water? I'm terrified of boats because I just the freaking may. I I just don't like huge open bodies of water. I'm blown away, David. Dude, I my, my live I live a lot of my life by fear and I hate it and I want to change it but I don't really know how. Well, you're still young and you can go and do these things and experience them and overcome your fears still. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what I'm going to have to do. Yeah. Um, I know another one, um, I believe, hey, is this is good industriousness. For me. I'm good at this one. Agreeableness. Agreeableness. I'm pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah. I think, see, there's good and bad about agreeableness. It's like, I, I'm a very, I, I took the personality test for. Are you too passive? Reason. I'm very agreeable. And I noticed that, you know, just in passing conversation with anybody, like, I used to be really, um, really likely to agree with whatever opinion that you're, you know, you're, you're saying you know what? Like some dumb I shit. I also like, love peanut butter. Sure, I'll try some. Yeah, Dies. yeah. Yeah, like, Kelsey has a peanut allergy. What an idiot. Yeah, I know. It's like, like I used to be like, people would offer me peanut butter. I was just like, no. <laughs> but, but like, I'd be like, like, no, I'm, I'm good right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, just, I, I just wouldn't really, 
elaborate because everybody forgets I have a peanut allergy. Said these guys find out that I have a peanut allergy, they're never gonna go invite me to the cool kids club. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's a that's also a bad example though. Like at least for me, like on What's that one? I guess it could be neuroticism. Uh, that's another big five trait that David's shown me. What here. even is that? What neuroticism even... is like your, um, uh, what's the word? Your tendency to have, uh, for lack of a better word, like depressive thoughts, like negative thoughts, things um, like that. Like, or how likely you are to fall into a depression or something like that. I think I'm low. I don't know. I think you're low I in neuroticism. I definitely think more negative things than I say. I do not say very many negative things, except right. that you're stupid and I hate you. But other than that, yeah. not really. Yeah, but you don't really mean that, David. Are you? Yeah, sure. Are you good yeah. at that one? Neuroticism. Yeah. I think I you think I score pretty thoughts. well on that. Um, at, at, at times, I feel like I fall into it. I'm I'm probably a little higher. I I should pull up my my personality test. Uh, I want to take one, but we don't really have the time for me to do that here. Well, I guess. Yeah. Well, it, it does take a minute. Um, it's, it's really thorough. There's like, what have I over, there's over 50 questions that it asks. Okay. I'm probably um, not going to do that then. I'm going to see if I can. Sounds like a waste of time out. and only stupid idiots would do no, it's, it. Oh wow. I, what a coincidence that you did it. I would definitely That's recommend that you take the personality test. It is like five or 10 bucks. But really? It, yeah. So the thing is, is like you can only take it once, and it it's part of like a big study. They're they're gathering data on people's personality, basically. That's cool. And like just seeing like the different spectrums of and like combinations of how people's personality are. That's still really um, cool. Yeah, it's super interesting. Um, I just want to check all these out. Yeah, yeah. It's I was super into it there. Oh, the um. The test is called Understand Myself. Uh, the website is understandmyself.com. Uh, if anyone would like to check that out. No one's going to listen to you, Kelsey. Jeez. I hope they're listening. What if they just signed in to <laughs> only listen to you? They just turn the radio down whenever they're <laughs> listening to me. Well, it's easy because you're so fucking quiet. Yeah, probably. They just they can just like not pay attention and they won't hear me at all. You just got to use your chest. Speaking of which, my chest is sore as fuck. Wow, David. Do you go to the gym? No. <laughs> What a loser. I'd never admit that. All right, conscientiousness. Conscientiousness is like, how do I explain it? It says right here, tendency to be organized and dependable. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Like how, like if somebody asks you to do something and you agree to do it or whatever, it's like how how high it is on your priority list. Like are you going to actually do it? Like are you responsible enough to take care of it and not have them worry about it? Like for me, I'm I'm very conscientious, and another uh, uh, like a subcategory of that is like industriousness, and uh, so like when I when I have responsibilities at work, like I take those on fully, and like I stress the fuck out if I don't uh, get uh, that shit done. Like yesterday, like I'm glad we decided to do this today instead of last night because I ended up staying almost until eight because I was behind all day and I still didn't get all my shit done. I ended up having to do stuff this morning. Yeah. So, and it's like, like, I don't know if it's how willing you are to take on responsibility. I would say I'm pretty high in that if that's part of it, because, well, you know, if somebody asked me to do something that might be part of the agreeableness part where I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. I, I like, I don't mind taking on extra responsibility at work. It's my first priority. Right. So if someone's like, do this, I'm like, okay, that's my number one priority. I'm very tunnel, vi- tunnel visioned about it. Yeah. I just want to do that. That's like my number one goal. And then 
um, outside of work, and then not so much because then I'm like, you're not paying me shit. Like, <laughs> shut right. up. But um, I mean, if someone makes plans with me, I, I like to try to go through with them. Yeah. But no, hundred percent on my part. I'll never tell you. I promise I'll hang out with you. And if I do, I'm stupid, <laughs> which I don't ever plan on doing that. But right. you know what my uh, you know how like you were saying like the number one thing with um, your personality is accepting yourself. Right. You know something I've accepted with myself that like no one else like agrees with is my uh, <laughs> my food taste, dude. We we're talking about unpopular foods uh, opinions at work, and I swear. It's ridiculous. You know, something I said that was extremely broad uh, and it made everybody mad is I don't like cereal. And like, it, it's as broad as it sounds. I don't like any cereal. You don't like any cereal? I don't like any cereal. I, I have not had a bowl of cereal in three or more years. Wow. Yeah, dude. That's interesting. I am not a big cereal guy. Cereal is one of those things that's kind of like, I like cereal, but it, it, I mean, obviously it's super sugary, so I don't really partake very it. much. Yeah, but I mean, I like, I always forget like cereal so good. Like, I bought. I bought some like it's like an off-brand Special K that I, that I like. Yeah. But I mean, it's not nearly as sugary. But I'm always like, damn, I forgot about how good this shit is. Well, I hate milk. You hate milk. Oh my god, I hate milk. I mean, if you give me like some cookies, I'll be like, sure, I guess I'll drink some milk. But man, if you like, if you just gave me a jug of milk and said you have to finish this by the end of the day, it would be hell on earth. Right. Oh, dude, it's so bad. See, I've always. Like, growing up, I used to think I was allergic to milk, or at least that's what my mom always told me. You puke every time you drink milk. Yeah, yeah. And, but now, like, I I just never really drank milk. I drink, like, almond milk now. Almond milk's way better. Yeah. I I do like almond milk. Regular milk tastes like, ugh, dude. And, like, it was reinforced for me when I was in college. Like, in my biology class, our, our professor was talking about how humans are the only mammals or anything that drink another animal's milk yeah 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 and which i that that was really interesting for me because i've read that really humans, about that I, i've heard that humans aren't even supposed to take any type of dairy like it was never intended for us yeah. it's like it's something that we shouldn't even thought of so if you're and, and in that same class they were talking about it so if you're lactose intolerant you're normal like people who aren't lactose intolerant they they have a mutation in their dna that allows them to you know, Ugh. take dairy in and not be, you know, sick by it, essentially. I will say if I drink like two glasses of milk, I'm just like, oh shit, my stomach right. hurts. Yeah. But another one, I don't like cake. I don't like any kind of cake. Well, cheesecake. Cheesecake's cheesecake. the only cake I like. Really? Yeah, I'm trying to think of something else. Right. I like peanut butter so much, I eat it out of the tub. That's not that unpopular, but, you know, for someone like Kelsey, it's extremely unpopular. Kill me. Yeah, Kelsey would die. But you could do that with the soy butter, couldn't you? Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. I have too. Like I love that shit. It almost tastes the same, but I'm trying to think of more foods that I had unpopular opinions about. I know I hate pickles. I hate pickles, dude. You hate pickles. Oh man, wow. I hate ketchup. Ketchup's disgusting. It's just like wow. Yeah, it's just like sugar and vinegar mixed. That's all it is. Yeah, I, I mean that's true. Yeah, I don't dig the. Oh, I hate barbecue sauce. I hate barbecue sauce. Wow, dude. Yeah, dude. You're really... I'm really, like, hating... I mean, everybody's gonna hate me by the end of this episode. Yeah, we're gonna lose a lot of viewers because of you. Dude, barbecue sauce is literally, like, putting sugar all over your damn chicken. Like, I don't get it. Honestly, I, I, if you really think about it, it is. It's just chocolate syrup. That's how I taste it. Right. Yeah, I just don't like it. Well, I finally... I finally logged in. I had to recover my password. I had to talk a lot right for, then. Yeah, Piece yeah. It was a good, good feeling, but it's okay. We're, we're on whatever here. So, uh, True. So, so the big five, and there are subcategories to these. So the first one's agreeableness, 
and the subcategories are compassion and politeness. I'm pretty high in agreeableness. Um, I was like moderate. Let's see. I'm typical in agreeableness. I'm like in the 43rd percentile. So huh. I'm higher than Damn it, I want to take this half. test. Oh, it's very interesting. Like, really? And then, uh, let's see. For I'm moderately low in compassion, apparently. I, I agree. Um, yeah, so apparently that is... Uh, let me look. Wait, here. no, I'm not agreeing with you. Because of you, I'm wow. saying that I would probably have low compassion as well. Right. Actually, we were looking up our zodiacs. Dude, I am not a Pisces. Like I'm not a Pisces. I am a Pisces is what I'm saying, but like the, the, the traits of a Pisces... There's only two traits of a Pisces that I remember like that I fit with. Yeah. And that's... Like one of the first things is, is they love music. So I'm definitely there on that. And then the one was the, they're passive-aggressive. That's definitely me. But all the other ones, there's one that it says I'm super compassionate. Says I love dancing. I love being around water. It's none of that shit. I am not a Pisces. You know, I'm not really. I don't really buy into the zodiac signs. It's always interesting to see what the personality traits are, and like how they're different. Yeah, like how you're compatible with certain people because they're a certain sign. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, how do you? Like, I I realize like back in the day when they first came up with this shit, like hundreds and thousands of years ago like people it prob- loved it yeah it probably made a lot of sense then but now it's just like nah just because i was born at the end of october doesn't make my personality a certain way <laughs> you ever read that meme online that was like said, said i can't do that because i'm a scorpio and they're like no karen you can't do it because you're a bitch <laughs> yeah yeah that's people pretty accurate just let their zodiacs rule their life right yeah but me and jacob um at work the redhead yeah um, I don't want to say his last name. Sorry. Um, we already called him out. You already people already. No, 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 no too bad, too like bad, too bad. Yeah, whatever. Me and him are the same sign. Okay. So you can just and Mark, remember Mark. Yeah. Yeah, we're also the same sign. So if you can find any three yeah. similarities between all of us, then sure. But right. I don't think you can. Yeah, I totally agree. Like most of, like my close friend group growing up and like even now, like we're all. We're born pretty close together, like in October, and I think we're the same sign. I don't know what the cutoff is. October twentieth is when it starts. When it starts, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then never mind. We're we're all a little different then, because no. I was born like they were. Most of them were born in the early part of October, and then were you born on the twenty first. I was born on the twenty first of October, nineteen ninety six. Wow, it was, was like old two a.m. or something. Well, I'm almost twenty, so you guys can just do the math your damn self. It's yeah, 2020, so you, David. <laughs> it seems like a pretty You're 20. Easy math. You were born in 2000. Yep. Wow. I know it sounds really That's bad. Yeah, but I am almost yeah. 20. So you're a you're a millennial. I am, I'm no, like, I'm not. I'm a Gen Z. Gen Z. That's that's what I mean. You're not a millennial. You're Gen Z too. What? Look it up. Uh, see, I'm in I'm in a weird spot. Okay. So is Austin. We already looked all this up. You're a Gen Z. You know, whatever, David. I have traits I have traits of a nineties kid, a Gen Z, and a millennial, damn it. Dude, you're a I've Gen been Z, through bro. it all. I hope that laugh was not too loud. I remember when cell phones were not a thing. Like the the like I remember or not when they weren't a thing, but yeah. like when we had the little Nokia bricks. Yeah. Like my dad had one of those. Oh, and the the unbreakable phone? Yeah, yeah. yeah the world's yeah. most un- indestructible phone. And and like the box computers and shit. Like that, I remember that. Dude, you can look it up. You're a Gen Z. I'm sorry. Whatever. Like, I'm not even really concerned about it. I'm my own person. I know you don't want to be a Zoomer, but it just happens. A Zoomer. That's is what that they're what called. They call it? Yep. You listen okay, to Mac Zoomer. Miller. That's like such a Zoomer thing. The boomers will never catch on. They'll, <laughs> they'll be like, or wait, we'll say you, okay. Boomer. Have you heard all four? What? So it's a boomer. It's a doomer. 
It's a, I'm not making this up. This Doomer, is a, what is that? Doomer is like the depressed guys. I don't know, I'll explain it all. Okay. So there's a boomer, there's a doomer, there's a zoomer, and there's a bloomer. So there's the four, and it's like built like a uh, political diagram. How yeah. you go more towards the left or the right, and you go up and down depending on what you believe in subcategories. Uh, so boomer is the most straightforward one. Everybody knows that one. Uh, you do not have to be a boomer to be a boomer. If you own a truck, smoke cigarettes... Listen to classic rock like ACDC. Fucking just destroy the earth and don't give a shit. And take whatever you want. You're a boomer. No matter what. Yeah. I mean, you won't be defined as that anywhere, but you'll be a boomer. Yeah. Like people just call you a boomer because you act like a boomer. Now, a doomer is someone that does not care about their life, also smokes cigarettes, listens to depressing music, just sits alone in their house in a dark room. They're, They're just, if you look up a doomer right now, it'll be some dude in a black beanie that looks depressed because that's what pops up. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it reminds me of a guy I used to know. You know him too, but I'm not going to say his name. And it's really funny because he said that he, he is the embodiment of a doomer. And it's really funny because I'm is. not sure I know who you're talking about, so you'll have to tell me after. Okay. If we remember. Because I think we say that during the podcast and then we always forget the I know we do, after. but just, if you remind me, I will. All right, all right. All right. But anyway, then there's a do or uh, what is it? A zoomer. Zoomer is like you. You're definitely a zoomer. Someone that just God takes advantage it. of everything that's new around them. Like, you know how we're in this room filled with podcast shit and two computers and. Fucking mics everywhere. That's like the most zoomer thing ever. Like we grew into it and we're we're utilizing. We're it. just taking. We're just we love that we we were born in this generation and we're taking advantage of it. If you listen yeah. to Mac Miller, just new shit. Yeah. I mean now it's Some, new. I, I listened to like two songs, which is shameful for me because I was pretty I was pretty broken up about him passing. I remember, yeah. but since he's still considered new, he was like in the 2010s, right? Uh, a little before that. Really? When he started. Well, he still made music in 2010. He was, he was probably starting to get popular then. If you like Drake, if you like uh, just people that have been around for like maybe 10 years, you're just a straight up Zoomer. That's exactly what Austin is. Austin loves bumping the baby and DaBaby. just all this new shit. He's just, he's, Austin is the definition of a Zoomer. Yeah. Yeah, like to the T, he is a Zoomer. He has a 2018 RAV4. He's just, this dude is a zoomer. Not for long. He is uh, going to be purchasing a 2020 Camry. <laughs> Let's uh, give everybody XSE the license plate number and his phone six. cards. Or his phone cards. Let's give yeah, him I'll, I'll his take social a security number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's one more. There's a bloomer. A bloomer. A bloomer is when you are happy in life and everything that like everything has meaning. Like you're just the you're like a euphoric human. Like you're like exactly what you want to be. I would say I. I I'm, fit into all four. <laughs> you smoke cigarettes? Uh, no, I listen to. Uh, so you don't fit into them. Well, I listen to um, <laughs> classic rock. Yeah. So I am a boomer in that category. I go to the gym and take care of myself, so I'm a bloomer in that category. I always wear a beanie, and I'm usually chilling in my room alone if like no one's here, like just doing my own thing. So that's kind of doomer. I listen to depressing music, which is funny. I don't really like feel it. Like I don't like start crying because the the song is sad. But yeah, I listen to the music that they listen to. And then a Zoomer. Oh, yeah, I've been bumping the baby, too, dude. We're in yeah. a room with podcast shit. Oh, yeah, yeah I fit in absolutely. all four. I think I would probably... I think you would least I, fit into a Boomer. I think I fit in Boomer. I don't think bloomer, you would be a Boomer. Bloomer and Zoomer, I would say yep. I'd probably fit into those. And then maybe because I have the jewel for the other two. I don't think you would fit into Boomer at all. Maybe Doomer, barely. Yeah. This is really funny. Yeah. That, that, Doomer, Bloomer, Zoomer. You've never, I've heard, never this? heard of this? Oh, my no. God. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to kill anybody over here, but I'm going to look it up real quick. What are we, who are we going to kill? 
Huh? Wait, it's, no, never mind. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're saving that for not the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was great improv. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. You can talk about more subcategories. Sorry, I felt like going off on that. Oh, no, it's okay. We're look, on, we're on whatever. <laughs> look, it's a political chart. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a doomer. This doomer guy has headphones on. His eyes are all fucking redded out. Like, it looks like he's been, he has a cigarette in his mouth. He just looks depressed. Zoomer, it looks just like Austin. He's looking got his hair slicked back. Well, I guess Austin doesn't see, do that. I see the resemblance. Cut on the sides. He's got glasses. <laughs> then there's a bloomer, which that looks like uh, Kelsey. And then we got what? And then we got a boomer, who that looks like someone at work that I'm not going to say the name of. <laughs> but I guarantee you know who I'm thinking of. No, not really. No. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it looks yeah, just yeah. like him. Yep. That's solid. Without the sunglasses, True. I would. I would want to see him in those sunglasses. That would be hilarious. We would like hold the camera to his next. Yeah. So give me some more subcategories. Sorry, I felt like going off on a tangent there. No, that's all right. We're so we're on agreeableness, um, and I'm in the 43rd percentile, which which basically means I'm more agreeable than 43 people out of 100. Um, and then, huh. so I'm moderately low in compassion. Um, 31st percentile. That basically means. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not really oriented towards other people's problems. Like, yeah, like, it's not like I don't feel bad for you. Like I don't have, like, like I have empathy for you, but it doesn't really affect me. I don't really try and insert myself into other people's problems. That's true. Like, I'll definitely hear you out. Like if you need somebody to talk to, sure, whatever. But you know, it's like, sorry, that's not my problem. I completely agree. Yeah. I'm the exact same way. And so the next subcategory for agreeableness, that would be politeness. Um, and I'm about average there. Um, really? Uh, yeah, it's. I'm in the 58th percentile. I thought you'd be above average. You think so? Yeah, I think you're pretty polite to everybody. I think I think I am more so now. I took this probably. It was after I dropped out of school for the last time. Um, for the last time. Yeah. You think? Yeah, I think I think so. I'm not really sure. <laughs> it might, might have been back. right before I went went back to Earlham, but uh, that basically <laughs> means it's. Uh, like can you can be deferential to authority, which means like I I think that means I might be wrong. Can you oppose authority? Like, yeah, being like kind of giving them shit for. I feel like you're not the type to, to do that. I am in some cases, like like now when like Chris gives me shit at work, like like are you gonna set some appointments for today? Are you gonna sell some cars? Like, say no. depends on who it depends on who my authority figure is like my yeah. parents like i got to a point even like before i graduated high school i'm just like well yeah right i'm probably smarter than you so i, I probably know better so <laughs> it's whatever and then That's and then good. like with like chris i'm like yeah whatever i'm i'm on it like i'm i'm sitting here doing i got 10 appointments like i had like he said something or no it wasn't yesterday it was like probably uh tuesday or something He's like, you gonna set some appointments today? I was like, dude, I got eight of them right here. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I've been busting my ass. He said, today. listen to this, bro. Yeah, but um, so I'm. Let's see. It says you're Struggling not particularly. Yeah, I'm, I'm like trying to read and talk at the same time. Oh, dude, you can do it. Come on. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm not good at double tasking, but uh, same. It's like you're not particularly obedient, um, but you're you can be you're, like you're respectful, basically, which I I think. I think I'm. I can be pretty obedient, and uh, yeah, you know, I I think I feel like I'm very respectful, or I try to be, anyways. Uh, so the next category would be conscientiousness, which I'm moderately high in. I'm in the 72nd percentile, hmm. um, and so that is like your a measure of obligation and attention to detail, hard work, persistence, cleanliness, efficiency, and adherence to rules. 
standards and processes. Jeez, it sounds uh, like the they, most important one. Yeah, it's like people implement their plans to establish and maintain order, which like they say that the higher you are in conscientiousness, the more likely you you are to succeed in like your career like further down the road because you're you pay attention to like planning things out. And I can definitely be better about planning things out for myself. Yeah. Which I'm not like, you know, like I, I'll plan things out and like, I'll kind of just like, you know, I'll, I'll try and do it the way I planned it. But you know, like I'll, it, it, things will change. You know, I'm not like super. You don't follow it to a hundred percent. Yeah. I don't follow it to a T. You said I have to do Um, this exactly how I wrote it. But I, I, I definitely agree with this one. Like, I, I plan things out like when I'm at work like I pay very close attention to detail like that's the best time to do it. like even even stuff that would be like some people might consider is like uh, yeah you don't have to worry about that that's that's like something small like no I want to make sure it's right you know yeah. what I, mean? I don't want to just like sweep stuff under the rug I um, agree I don't know how good I'd be at that I really want to take this test yeah definitely I'll send you the link yeah it's like five bucks or something Five or ten. I think it's ten. Oh god! It's but ten for fifty. Questions. David, you got ten, bucks. bro. Bro, if it's serious? a money issue, I understand. But <laughs> I, I can send you ten. Bucks. That's twenty cents a question, bro. Maybe I might be. I might have more than fifty questions. Oh shit! But it's a, it's a lengthy, thorough test here. Does it ask like super specifics? Yeah, yeah. It's like you really like, you really have to think about the questions. Like when they when it asks you, I I don't remember any of the questions because it's been a while, but. You know, you really have to think about yourself and how you would react in a certain situation. And they say not to, um, not to take this test if you're in like a, like if you're if you feel like you're in a depressed state or like just not in a good state of mind. It's not good to take this because then it, it'll you'll probably be more geared towards a, a neurotic personality, which may not be accurate for you. Yeah. You know, but like, I mean, that could also like. I'm always terrified of being biased. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like they like, they say try to put yourself in this position. What would you do? And you know you're trying to make yourself look like the good guy. So like, yeah. well, I would do this, and in reality, that's not what you would do. Right. Which yeah, not everybody easy. does that, but yeah, and it's it's kind of, but that's that's why this test is really good though, because you put yourself in that position, and you kind of really have to be honest with yourself. Like, okay, what would I really do? Yeah. Like, just you have to really sit there and be like, okay, well, they said this to me, so. What would I really say if I was put on the spot and I had to respond? You know what I mean? I know. I always try to put myself in those positions, but it's difficult sometimes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially like when it's at work stuff, because I'm just like, well, I've never been put in that like position. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, and as and especially with you being so young and like, yeah, you're excuse me, a relatively low or new manager. And so you, there's probably a lot of things that you haven't had to deal with that True. are going to be new for you. Can't wait. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, um, uh, the first subcategory of, of uh, conscientiousness is industriousness, which I'm also moderately high in. Um, Just high in all of them. It, yeah, and this one, I'm I'm pretty high in this one. Um, so you're reasonably likely to be successful in school, administrative, and managerial positions, uh, particularly if you're intelligent. Uh, they don't live to work, however. Uh, and do not always have to be doing something useful. They're generally quite dutiful. Dutiful. Um, which I, I find myself to be like that. Like when I'm at home, like by myself on my off day, like I woke up this morning, like 
Made my bed, did the, uh, did my laundry. Well, actually, I didn't finish my laundry. God damn it! Wow, now you uh, look like an yeah, idiot. Yeah, I know I sound like an idiot now, but like I'll wake up and do the dishes, and like I'll 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 make sure like I get like just that type of stuff done, and like so that I can actually do something else, you know, that's outside of like cleaning up and like tidying things up. I guess I wasted my two days off. <laughs> you wasted them? Why would you waste? I cashed my check uh, and I paid one bill. I still have two bills in there that I gotta figure out. They're, yeah. they're really annoying because uh, like yeah 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 I really I, I made an account on the American Water thing yeah literally made it like I was like register and then I tried to sign in with the stuff I literally just put it in and it would said that something was wrong wow I said know. okay cool I guess I'm just stupid so I went to bed that's funny uh, quick story about water bills uh, the other oh uh, yeah uh, a couple of weeks ago I don't know if we've told this on the podcast yet no but you told me it's funny yeah but uh, so me and Chris wake up for work one day. And it's freezing cold in the house, and we go or I go check the thermostat, and it's on like forty degrees, forty five or something like that, and it's cold as fuck. And huh. we're like, okay, well we gotta fix this, and we turn the heat up real high. Um, and then I went to go get in the shower, and wow, David. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm stupid. <laughs> and uh, so I went to I went to go start the shower, and you know I had it all the way on hot, and it was just like cold as fuck, like ice cold. And I was like, what is going on? I bet that on? killed you. Yeah, and I went and checked the water heater, and it was on. Like it was like we even had turned it up so it would be a little hotter. Yeah. And uh, we could not figure it out, and we had to get ready for work. So um, we ended up calling in and being a little late, and I had to call my dad and have him take a look at wow. it and everything. And when my dad was taking a look at um, they looked at the meter outside, and there was a lock on it. He was like, what the fuck? So – uh, I called, it was either me or Chris that called the the water company, and apparently we hadn't paid the bill in like five or six months, <laughs> and uh, like we didn't get any notice like beforehand, nobody like sent us a letter in the mail, they didn't put anything on our door, they just came and shut it off. Nice. And so... Oh, I have a story. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. After this, I have a crazy story, actually. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. No, and then, uh, so we like hurried up and like just, you know bit the bullet and took a cold shower and we got ready for work and then we called and we fixed it on the way home and uh yeah we, we thought we were gonna have to replace months. the fucking yeah we were, thought we were gonna have to place the fucking water heater and like we thought the heat went out and how expensive is a water or a water heater probably expensive i don't know i didn't look into it <gasps> well, well i imagine it i imagine it's pretty uh, expensive yeah absolutely but listen to this this happened two or three days four days ago i don't fucking know sometime i think it was sunday anyway my grandpa texts me at five in the morning, which I was still awake because my sleep schedule. And I was just like, man, he never texts me at five in the morning. I wonder what he wants. And he said, hey, are you parked in front of a fire hydrant? And I was like, what? And then I get a, a phone call from some random number. And I pick up and they're like, yeah, this is the Richmond Police Department. Um, would you happen to be parked in front of a fire hydrant? And I was just like, uh, let me go look. And I was like, let me throw on my shoes. So I ran out there and I was like, yeah, I am. And then they were like, yeah, could you please move that? And we were like, yeah, sure. And it, you know, they didn't make it sound like a big deal, but what? No, oh, nothing else. I thought you had something yeah. to say. My grandpa called me right after that. And he was like, yeah, they were coming to tow your car. And I was like, they were coming to tow my car. And he was like, yeah, they, they didn't even give me like a chance to call you. I had to tell them to let me call you. They were, they literally said, Hey, uh, that, that, that Chrysler Sebring in front of the, um, fire hydrant out there. Yeah. We're coming to get it. Like they didn't even like give him an option. They just said they were coming to get it. So 
your grandpa gave him their number gave him your number to call yep. you? Oh, okay. They I was like, me. how did they get your yeah, number? Yeah, they called me, and then I said, well, yeah, I am. I'll move it. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, they made it sound like it wasn't a big deal, even though, like, I'm pretty sure the tow truck was already on the way. Oh, yeah. Like, it was... I mean, I know it's a big deal. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm in front of a fire hydrant. I didn't even notice. Yeah. But um, they were not even going to give me, like, a chance to defend myself. They just straight up were yeah. like, yeah, we're on the way. Yeah, like, we ain't waiting on your, yeah. your dumb ass, That's David. true. They're not waiting on my dumb ass. <laughs> no, I actually have a story about uh, getting a vehicle towed. Uh, so when, wow. Yeah. So when I was still delivering pizza at Domino's, um, I drove this, like, 03 Lexus with, like, up, when I got it, it had, like, 185,000 miles on it. So it was Jeez. up there. Yeah, and then by the end of its life, it had about 240. Hey, yeah, that shit was a it was a tank, but uh, so I had to I had to take it to the shop. It had a bunch of shit wrong with it, like the water pump was leaking and um, it was like blowing like bluish smoke. I think it was burning oil or you know some, something was pretty wrong with it. Like it smelled like gas. Like I was I was huffing gas while I was delivering pizza and it wasn't good. And it needed, <laughs> yeah. needed new brakes. It needed power steering, uh, probably a timing belt and tires and all this shit. So I went to go pick it up. It was like yeah. It, you're you're gonna need like two thousand dollars worth of work done to this thing, and that thing's not worth two thousand dollars. So, <laughs> I would uh, I was already considering like getting another car and everything. And Chris and uh, Skinny worked out there at Cronin at that time, and I was like, man, is this thing gonna drive? Because I'll just drive it out to Cronin and you know trade it in basically. Yeah. And uh, he's like, if it starts, it should make it. I was like, okay, sweet, that's perfect. So. I, I started up that thing barely started it was loud as fuck and and just recently i i got in two uh, accidents uh so one i backed into somebody at domino's while i was training a new driver so oh yeah great experience i uh, remember that these people were very upset with me but it was a very low speed collision and there was no damage except to mine um as far as i know but um, and then the other one, I was actually I was I had the day off from Domino's and this was during the time like I would go in like just for extra hours. I was working like seven days a week and I was on my way and I was late. Uh, I don't know how you can be late on your day off, but yeah. I was running late and it was a little wet outside. I wouldn't it wasn't raining or anything, but it had rained that morning and there was a an ambulance coming across uh, North Six and there was a car in front of me and I didn't hear the ambulance. I didn't have my music up real loud, but like I didn't hear it and I didn't see the lights and the guy in front of me slammed on his brakes when it was green and I seen him just barely in time and I slammed on my brakes and I start sliding. My brakes are like shit. They definitely need change. So I slide into this dude and fuck up my whole front end. I thought my, I thought my shit was trashed and uh, I didn't, didn't really, hurt the other car very much like a, oh, a panel came off that was <laughs> there's a uh, pattern <laughs> yeah yeah it's and, only uh, your car yeah it was it was the car's fault not mine <laughs> was that guy pissed uh no he was actually super cool about it like he was really reasonable and i was just like look man like we don't have to call the cops or anything like i'll give you my insurance stuff i'm right here like it's like you know my car you know where i work because i got all this domino shit on yeah and uh he's like nah man you know we should probably pull over here and you know call the cops and all that. i was like all right cool and so, like, we pull over there, and uh, he's all super cool about it. And he was like, man, you know, this happened to me recently uh, as well. And, you know, I, I tweaked my back the last time, and it's starting to, starting to kind of hurt. Like, I don't know if he was trying to make me feel bad. Or <laughs> and I was like, dude, that he's sucks. Like, yeah. My bad. No, but anyways, so, so after that is when That's I had funny. to take it to the shop and everything. So I'm on my way to Cronin, 
and I'm kind of taking the back roads so that I wouldn't just get caught in the middle of a busy road or whatever. And I'm literally like a mile away on this country road and it just dies. Like, like on the, I was on a state road and all like the whole dash turned off. Like I didn't have the speedometer. My radio wasn't working. I was like, fuck, what is going on right now? <laughs> and like my power steering started to go out. Jeez, so man. I turned, fucked. yeah, I turned onto that country road and it just died. Like I couldn't shift like nothing. Jeez. And so I tried to fire it up. I got it started and, and rolled it forward a little bit. And then it, it was just done. Like it would not start again. How'd so, you get out of that? So I called Chris and he was just a salesman at the time. So he came out and he brought the battery pack with him and we, we jumped the battery to see if it would start back up. We got it a little further, and uh, it it just it was it was pointless to sit there and try and do that because I'd have to cross forty, and th- that was pretty busy at that time. What happened so. with the car then? So so what so this is what happened. I called called a tow truck, and I was like, hey, I'm kind of in a weird spot. Like this, where I was parked at, it was around a curve, and you can't really see around the curb so i was i was just in an absolutely terrible spot to leave your car oh my gosh but i um so i called them and chris took me back to cronin and we were we were just kind of hanging out and uh he was they were showing me some cars and i get a phone call and he's like hey is this uh is this kelsey the guy with the lexus and need towed he's like yeah man what's up and he's like yeah if i if i would have got there like five minutes later you would have had uh, like a $300 towing bill because there were two cops pulled up <laughs> and they were on their way with a, a tow truck and they were, they were just going to tow it away. I don't know where they were going to take it or anything, but like luckily he got there in time and he, he got it up there and everything. And Jeez, five minutes. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I thought I thought I was going to get arrested for <laughs> leaving my car there, which probably wasn't a good idea in the first place, but I didn't want to stand out there with my busted-ass car. What and ride no, it was summer. No, wow. Well, then shut yeah. up. Yeah. Suck but I up. wanted to, I was done with that thing. I, yeah, I got my use out of it. <laughs> I'm pretty lucky when it comes to car crashes. I've never been in a car crash. That Yeah, that is lucky. Never in my life. I did have a shitty Volvo, though. No. Yeah. I'm not going to knock it too hard because I got it for really cheap uh, from some guy at work. He he literally like warned me about everything. He said, he said, hey, before I sell you this, I have no idea if there's anything wrong with it. So I'm selling to you. To it to oh my god, I'm selling it to you for really cheap. Right. He's like, if something happens, I've drove it a little bit, nothing's happened. But if something happens, I don't know. And I was just like, okay, that's cool. And I only spent like nine hundred dollars on it. But that's nice. Yeah. But every time I started it, something broke. <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like it's my fault because uh, he said he drove a lot, not a lot. He said he probably drove a few hundred miles on it. Nothing happened. But. Man, I started it one time, and the visor fell. Just, like, the little plastic piece broke off, and it just fell right in front of my face. And I was like, are you serious? What the fuck? Yeah, dude. And like, every single time. Then every single every time I turn on the car, a new light on the dash would turn on. Like, it just started looking like all the colors of the rainbow on my dash. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, it was fun. Man. The only thing I did for that car was give it an oil change. That's all I did. And then I was like, man, there's, like, six new lights. I was like, fuck this. I'm, barely, I'm only driving this to work and back. Yeah, which and, and then you didn't even have to drive very far. Well, you didn't have to drive at all, did you? Because no, were... I was like, no, 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 because I was at uh, I was at Austin. Oh, okay. so it was like three or four blocks. So I drove it there and back. I would not drive it anywhere else. I was like, man, this thing sucks. I will yeah. admit the heat and air was really good, but I only okay. had it for the winter. I never had to like test the air out. Yeah, because uh, I was just trying to get rid of it. 
and then I sold to some dumbass, which is really funny because he might listen to this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the 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 icing on the cake was when I got out and then she slammed the door and then it flung back open and I was just like, what? So I oh, tried to great. shut it again and it all flung back open and I was just like, what now? And the little the little hand like the the huge plastic piece where like it goes around like the roll the windows down. Yeah. Was hanging off of the door panel. Sick. Yeah, and I had to like I had to lock it back into place and slam it for it to shut. And then like I'm pretty sure all the buttons on that side stopped working. I had to climb in through my passenger side. It was just I every I was scared. Oh yeah, one of the tires went flat like every two days. Oh, that's oh awesome. dude, it was like it was my first car, so I mean, what do you expect? But yeah, yeah, I felt terrified. I do not want to feel scared every time I start a car. Yeah, I thought yeah, that thing was sure. gonna blow up on me every time I drove it. You know, David, we have some very reliable yeah, vehicles yeah. out there at Cronin Toyota <laughs> and Nissan fifty six zero one National Road East. Oh my god, how should I? I should have known you were gonna try to plug yourself. Wow. Seven six five nine three five eight zero three two, folks. Give me a call. Well, if you ever want pizza that tastes better than a car does, you can call uh, Domino's on the West Side. Ah, uh, let me look up the wow. Number. Don't doesn't even come know on, come on. the phone number for I Domino's. I know the East Side number. It's a uh, seven six five. No way. Uh, you do not. Know. I think it's nine nine three eight three five one. Nine six six nine six six eight three five one. I knew the last one. And ask for David, you. and he'll make you some really good pizza. Maybe. Maybe. And if it's on a Monday night, Kelsey might make you some really good pizza. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Just maybe. <laughs> yeah. But. Okay. Uh, well, back to the Hold on. personality. I have oh, something, to, David, say to, I have something, something to, say. to say to ease us back into that. Okay. Okay. So. Um, yeah, good transition. So uh, don't feel bad for me because I don't give a shit. But my dad, was in, my dad was in prison for most of my life. But anyway, around when I was like nine or ten, he got out for like the second time. And he had this overwhelming like urge to just get into my life and attempt to make something of himself, I guess. I don't know what he was trying to do. But either way, he tried to, like, turn me into him, which I was 10, so that's probably pretty easy with how impressionable things this can be. So my dad had a buddy that owned a Ferrari, and he drove around in that thing all day. Anyway, he picked me up one time from – I used to live at Carriage House. These are yeah. apartment pot complex. He picked me up from there, and then on the way out, there was two girls walking, and I was like, "Hey," because I knew him. Mm. And then he was like, "Oh crap, we're in a Ferrari. I have to do this." And I was like, "What?" He put the car in park. He got out of the car, stood up, and was just like, "I know you want my son." What? <laughs> Dude, he embarrassed the Ten shit out old? of me. Oh yeah, I was like Jesus eleven or Christ. nine or something. But he was like, "I know you guys want my son. You see what he's in? Like showing off the his Ferrari <laughs> that he borrowed from his friend." Like, and they were just like, "Yeah." Like, like they just did not know what to say, and I definitely did not know what to say. Haha, we're ten years but old. Yeah, we're not worried yeah. about the Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> but after that, he tried to like buy me chains. He tried to buy me Jordans. He tried to like give me all kind. He tried to buy me a cell phone. He was just trying to get me. I feel like he was trying to turn me into him. Because yeah. I was a lot like my mom because I was living with my mom. Yeah. So I think he just tried to get me a bunch of shit, and my mom was like, no. <laughs> she was like, he's not doing that. So that was just me proving that I'm myself now because he tried to change how I was, and then it yeah. didn't work. You definitely don't seem like a person to wear chains and Jordans. Well, my dad sure. is. That's the thing. Oh, I got yeah. you. That's interesting. That is I interesting. Never, oh, never my, dad's a, my dad's a uh, – how can I say this without sounding bad? Um He's a white man in a no. He's a black man in a white man's body. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what to say anymore. That's a that. that's a 
I, I feel like that's typical with people in Richmond. Yeah, plus yeah. he's been in prison most of his life, so what do you expect? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how that changes you while you're in there. Right. But it's, it is a different atmosphere. Has anyone sure. ever tried to change you, Kelsey? Tried to change me? Yeah, that's the only time I've, think... someone's ever tried to change my entire personality. I mean, I wouldn't say anybody's explicitly tried to change me. I mean, I I feel like you kind of adapt to the people that you're around. I agree. You completely. just have to be aware of like, you don't want to like just be somebody else. Like even if you admire them and respect them and everything, like I agree. I know I was a, I, I was a bit different when, you know, I was in a pretty long relationship and, you know, i I felt like I was very, I'm very different now than I was like in the middle of that relationship. And I kind of, you know, and and it was nothing but my own fault. You know, I just kind of, you know, fell into more of a, like an introverted state. Like I didn't really want to hang out with anybody, but her, you know, really? yeah, it was like, I would kind of flake on my friends quite a bit more than I would now, you know, like, I know who I you're talking about, right? Huh? Your ex. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like saying her name, but, uh, yeah, I did want to shout her out real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Cause her sure. feedback is really cool. Yeah. And yeah. I appreciate definitely. it. She's a lot of good feedback. Yeah. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. And we're still friends now. That's like good. if anybody thinks, that sounds weird. It's but. funny because I am not friends with my ex at all, dude. Yeah. I just cut her off. I was like, wow, this sucks. I don't like you. So I just right. stopped. Yeah. That's, still, that's cool, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's really cool because we're, I mean, I always consider it like we were always really good friends. We always got along and always had good conversations and, you know, just things don't always work out. Why, why are you going to break know? up with me? You could say the same thing about me. Well, David, we're we're kind of committed now to this <laughs> podcast, but, you know. You, we're staying together. You know your podcast. role, David. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just the guy that rambles, I know. <laughs> give me yeah, some right. more. Give me some more subcategories of most subcategories. So we just covered industriousness, and then the next one would be orderliness, uh, which I'm also moderately high in. I'm in the 66 percentile. I'm pretty meh. Um, so this is basically uh, the more orderly you are, the more disgust sensitive than average you are. Somewhat judgmental and uh, tendency towards more authoritarian political attitudes. Uh, which would be authoritarian would be like Marxism or uh, uh, what's huh. the other one? Um, shit. Commie? Yeah, communism. Yeah. But I wouldn't say I'm a communist. I'm a American, born and raised. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dude, you could really be a communist and American. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, that. well, Marxism and socialism, socialism's thrown around a little bit more now, but that's oh, the yeah. same. it's the same thing. Marxism, socialism, and communism, it's like... The government. Yeah, yeah, they want everybody to be the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So it'd be the that, exact same. And I, I would have some more to say about that here in a little bit. Because Jordan Peterson talks about that. I think uh, socialism. I'm not going to give out any opinions, actually. I think, at least the way uh, Jordan Peterson talks about it, like socialism uh, with, you know, everybody being the same, like everybody getting paid the same and, you know, all that. Like, that's not good for people. Like, people, like, are just wouldn't be happy that way. Like, I agree. You can't, you can't, like, like in our society with like capitalism and stuff, there's obviously going to be people who are better than you and who are going to, you know, they're going to succeed a little bit more than you. Everybody starts at a different, you know, you need to be better than people to feel good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's always going to be like a first and a last, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, not with socialism, right. not with socialism. <laughs> yeah. We're all in the same. They're level. all in first or they're all in last. Depends on how you see it. Right. Yeah. So, and I guess, so that is, uh, 
So with orderliness, most people can, most orderly people can be somewhat disturbed or even disgusted by a mess and chaos. Um, they like to keep things tidy and organized, which I guess that goes back to uh, me. Like I, I, like I'll always, you know, if there's dishes in the sink, like I'm gonna do, like I'm gonna be the one to do them first, because I feel like, you know, it's. No shade to Chris, but I mean, I'll I'll feel like I need to do them before he does. You know, most yeah. of the dishes are mine, anyways, because you know I cook and dude just and eat off a plate bowls, so. or a, a paper plate. Well, I do, but just don't like, even I, use silverware. Come on. Well, I also like like I do, I do all my shit at home. Just like, eat mashed I try potatoes not to eat with outside. your hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> cook them in the box. Eat some mashed potatoes. <laughs> just throw the whole box in the microwave. Yeah, pour some water on it. <laughs> I'm yeah. Follow the instructions. I'm just trying not to use dishes, bro. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's basically orderliness. Um, it says they're comparatively black. They think comparatively in black and white terms, like basically good or bad. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that I think that way. I. I'd say that I think. You know, there's, like, you might think of somebody being a bad person, but you know, I'd try to think of like. Why? Why do they act the way that they act? Like I'll still be nice to you, and like maybe I don't really like you very much, but like I'm not gonna think you're a bad person. You know something you know, that you know I, I mean? that I subconsciously do. I'm sorry if I cut you off. Did no, you have no, something no. to say? Yeah, you're good. Okay, so I do a lot of stuff subconsciously, without meaning to. So I notice, like I pay attention to people's faces, like yeah. way more than I think. So someone like obviously shaves. Like to me, it's obvious. I'm like, you obviously shaved. I can see more of your face. So I yeah. said, hey, nice shave. They're like, my wife didn't even notice. And I'm just like, what? They're just like, yeah. yeah, you're the first one that told me that. And I'm just like, how, dude? It's a little thing. I always good. notice that. Whoa. Whoa. Uh-oh. Did we just lose? Uh-oh. Are we off? Uh-oh. Well, keep talking just in case. All right. Well, uh, our oh, computer shit. screen just went dark. Oh, boy. If this, if this turned off, I'm going back to bed. Oh, shit. Oh, no, no, God. we're still on. Okay. You just had to move the mouse I'll a little bit. I was going to say something so mean to Kelsey, but now I can't. All right, I'll keep this close so that if that does that again, I'll just... That was scary as shit. Hit the what the hell was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, Stuff I do subconsciously. So I'm like one of the only people to notice when someone shaves. Like, no one no one cares. Like, they don't see people's faces as off. Like, they don't... I don't know what I do, but whenever I look at... Like, I see your face. I see how it's, like, shaped. Yeah. Like, if your face... Like, if, you're, if your fucking chin went to the left more than the right, I would notice it. Yeah, and if it was the opposite the next day, I'd be like, you look different. Like, I just notice yeah. stuff like that. Something else I do subconsciously is I, I don't even mean to. I just notice pe- how people act, and I yeah. notice why they act that way. So I just make assumptions. So there's someone, uh, I don't want to say his name. You got it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. this person, um, I caught on that this person um loves to feel important. I, I totally would you agree, agree with that? One hundred percent. He if whenever someone is bigger than him, not like. Literally, but metaphorically, like just top dog above yeah, him. He doesn't like that. He, no, all. he does not like that. I mean, he he'll obviously have to because he's it's a job, but he um he'll want to be in that position or yeah. higher than that position. Like when they asked him if he wanted to go over to the other one, yeah, he, I knew he was gonna take it because he'd be more valued over there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because yeah. Because they yeah. needed him. You know how you know how good that probably felt to him. Yeah. When they said we need you over here, I bet that worked. Their, if they worked their mojo on him, and he went straight to his brain, and his dopamine levels went as high as a heroin yeah. dose would, and he fucking <laughs> ran over there. Like that's how it works. But yeah, I noticed stuff about that about a lot of people. Um, like there's someone else. Uh, hold on, let me let me try to mouth it. You know, 
Maybe? Uh, no, I'll have to message it. Yeah, Either yeah. way, this person, um, we were talking about addictions to this person. Uh, he actually listened to the podcast. He said, um, man, where is your name? All right, here we go. He said that he is addicted to attention, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not knocking him, but he does not do the dishes very often. And I'm not knocking him. Yeah. Because yeah. I've noticed if there's someone else else back there with him, he'll gladly do them. Yeah. He yeah. does not like doing them by himself. Right. And that's definitely has to like go with the attention thing, mm. which I just noticed immediately. Like I look back there and saw him with someone else. and I was like, oh, yeah, he looks fine. Why does he never do this? And then that person got sent home early. He did them again, but I think that's only because he was already doing them that day. But he did look like he was having a terrible time back there. Right. Yeah. He just. Yeah. So that's what my mind does. My mind. I don't know. My mind separates people. Like, mm-hmm. like if you put someone else's soul into someone else's body and you told me whose it was, I would know exactly how to act around them. Yeah. I would like them, their like being would not mess me up. I would not be like, well, I don't want to say this in front of this person because it's not this person. I'd be like, no, because this person's soul is in them. So I can say this because I know who they are and I know how they act. Right. Yeah. I would notice by their mannerisms. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So. Yeah. But that's, that's good though. That's, uh, that's why I also would say that you would probably be pretty good at selling cars. Like, I think you could be into it. Cause, well, just because you notice the little things. Like, I don't notice it quick, though. Well, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, like, well, I mean. Yeah, because you kind of have to You'll get better it at it. You would get better at it, though, as you went if you did it. That's you know? true. Yeah. It takes me forever to notice stuff like that. Not the right. faces. The faces, I'm always good. Yeah. If I met some guy with a beard and the next day he trimmed it up, I'd be like, wow, you trimmed your beard. And he'd be like, do I know you? <laughs> and I'd be like, uh. Right. He'd be like, how'd you get in my house? I'd be like, uh. All right, this 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 conversation turned <laughs> awkward. <laughs> like, wow, you're in my house now. All right, sorry, I keep cutting you no, off. No, no, you're good. Yeah. You're good. We're on whatever, man. A few more fucking subcategories or whatever the stupid shit you're trying to talk about. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, essentially, so orderliness is uh, can constrain... Oh, this is just like a sub-thing of, of orderliness and, and the subcategories. Um, it says orderliness can constrain creativity... However, as creative endeavors often require a mess disruption and intervening periods of chaos, uh, so moderately orderly people who are high in openness to experience may have some trouble letting go to indulge in their creativity. I am not creative. I wouldn't say I'm very creative much at all. Yeah, I'm I'm not really creative at all. Yeah. Like, I don't Um, dig stuff that's science fiction. Yeah, I'm like, I, I started reading Harry Potter like I was pretty a mad about it a while ago, but I never really I, I like, and I was super into it, but I just kind of stopped reading it. I liked the and writing; I didn't really care about the story. Right? Yeah, I'm more interested in the story just from like listening to Jordan Peterson and how, um, like, fiction stories always follow like it's like the story of the hero. Yeah, it's like a metaphor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And time. I look for the metaphors in it, which it makes it a lot harder for me to read because I have to. Like, I have to read through it and then pick it out and, like, yeah. figure out what the metaphor is and, yeah. like, what they're, you know, tr- like, the the point they're trying to get across that's not just about the story. I love stuff know? like that. I, th- I find it super interesting. That's why Jordan Peterson drew me in so much. Like, when he talks about the Bible stories and, like, and I don't, I wouldn't consider myself very religious at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't like going to church and, like, the Bible never really made sense to me until, like, I read or I listened to Jordan Peterson and the way that he explains it and like it just like the way he describes like the Bible kind of lays out human nature yeah and, and stuff like that and I think that's that's just incredibly interesting which Jordan Peterson does a whole Bible series on YouTube uh, so I think 
if you're interested in that, definitely check that out. That's it's really interesting stuff. Well, I think it's cool because whenever whenever people think of like metaphor metaphors, they think of like kids books, like yeah. uh, or like kids folklore or tales. Um, and they get very deep. Yeah, like Pinocchio. Yeah, like that's a that's I, a big one. I heard about Jordan Pearson talking about yeah. that. That was yeah. really cool. I, I can't I can't explain it off the top of my head, but check that out. It's yeah, very interesting. it did. It takes him like twenty minutes to describe it. Yeah, and I was definitely. just like, what? But it's cool because you can notice this stuff in real life. Yeah. So I was thinking of like the boy who cried wolf. Oh yeah. There's an it's an obvious metaphor. Like the whole purpose of the tale is there is for there to be a metaphor that you can pinpoint out. Yeah. That one's easy. But then there's ones that get harder, like Pinocchio, mm-hmm. where you're just like, well, what's the purpose of this story? Right. Like, could you think of any more? Like, uh, Little Red Riding Hood, what would that one even be about? Don't uh, trust everybody? Good. Yeah, don't trust everyone you see. Like, yeah, uh, I guess. You know, but, like, maybe he was he was trying to be nice. Like, he put on a... Well, I'm trying to remember the story. I'm, well, it sounds like a bunch of, like, home. kids' books, but then you think of people that still do this shit. Yeah. They're like, yeah. well, obviously he didn't learn the lesson. Like... The Boy Who Cried Wolf, I had a good example for that one. Like, with some of the customers that we work with that I that I talk to personally. They said, I want a car. <laughs> they, they literally are, you know, they'll respond and they'll be like, you know, they'll set up an appointment. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely be there. You know, and the, like we've already found what vehicle they want. And, you know, we just need to have them there so we can work on it with them. Yeah. And, you know. They'll, they'll ghost us five, six, seven times in a row, and then they won't answer that day. And then a week later, they'll be like, okay, yeah, I'll be here on this day. Well, like, why don't want, like, we don't believe you. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. It's gotten to a point where, like, we set the appointment and we do all our follow up and, like, we try to confirm the appointment and then we just don't hear anything. We're just like, oh, well, not surprised that this happened again. Yeah. You know what I mean? You said, well, we don't believe in you. Yeah, obviously like, you never read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the at, boy who cried wolf. Yeah, like at a certain point you just got to be like, well, hey man, like if if you can make it, like this, if you can make it, or if you can't make it, just let us know. Like seriously, like we're not, like at, at a certain point we're not waiting around. Like we'll schedule appointments on top of that one, and it just hope they show up. It's always stuff with cars where it's like the easiest to ghost. I don't know. It just it, uh, apparently people think it's very easy, but just to ghost if, the car place. If anyone listening to this. <laughs> Even if you don't buy a car from us, which I would hope you, that you would, at least tell them you're not coming. And like, if you don't, Kelsey's like, going to come to your house and Like, just the simple yes or no. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It's like, I, I, I bet David could relate a little bit, like, when people order a pizza and then they never pick it up. They don't show up, yes. Yeah, or, like, they don't answer the door when we deliver a pizza to Don't them. be flaky. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, we're, we're people, too. I mean, you can, like, Kelsey. even though we have to sound professional on the phone and, you know, we have to treat you I mean treat you well and be nice and, and all that obviously like we're we're not robots so if someone know. admits that they they ghosted you on purpose are you gonna go kick their shit in nah, no no don't be lie like, okay, yeah, no he's problem. saying it cause we're on the podcast no they'll beat you up well <laughs> look up more whatever. subcategories I wanna keep talking about this more subcategories this is interesting maybe we're on it so the next uh, I enjoy the next this. big trait would be extroversion which I'm typical or average in I'm in the 47th percentile um, so oh, you're boring. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so people with average levels of extroversion are not overly enthusiastic, talkative, assertive in social situations, or gregarious. It's saying that they are that. They they are they're not overly any of those things. Like ah. with me, I feel like I've became more extroverted as times went on with Domino's and 
being especially being at Cronin, like I'm very enthusiastic about my job. Same. Like I I have a lot of energy. Like I'll I'll talk to just about anybody that walks through the door. Like I don't have any problem with that. Like um so I would say I should be a little higher in that now. But like extroversion is essentially being being talkative and, you know, being willing to like you know, disagree with somebody in a conversation and like keep the conversation. That going just sounds like more of being yourself. That, and I mean, it is like, yeah. If, yeah. If you really think about it. And then the first subcategory of that would be enthusiasm, which apparently I'm moderately low in. Apparently. Uh, yeah. Um, in the 25th percentile. Um, so that basically means for being moderately low in that, uh, you're rarely excitable not particularly easy to get to know, uh, not known for their talkative nature. Wow. I, I would say this was very true of me, like, in the past. Yeah. I mean, I would say it's probably hard to get to know me if you don't ask me any questions about myself. I don't really talk about myself very That's true. much. Um, if I know you, I'll tell you stuff about me, like, maybe randomly. Like, I'll, like... Tell Chris I mean, you already told me stuff, just like three or four stories in this podcast alone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, just being on the podcast just shows you like I think I would never have done this in the past. Like I never would have. Even if you, like, okay, let's, let's even if you listen to him, going. you wouldn't do it. Even if I listen to podcasts, yeah, because you always have, haven't you? No, not always. Um, I didn't really start listening to podcasts until Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson. Those are really the only ones I listen to. Do you have Do you have a time when you thought that you would be able to do a podcast? Because I bet you could have done it before the day that you said. I think when I was a manager at Domino's, I think I would have done it then. I think I think my big transition into being extra, more extroverted started as a manager at Domino's. Just you think you could do a podcast with anybody? Not just anybody. I think I have to have really good rapport with whoever I'm talking to. I could definitely do a podcast with Skinny, no problem. Oh, yeah. With Chris, um, I mean, there's probably very few people that I could have. Um, you know, a, a good conversation with consistently. Like, I feel like we can always have a good conversation. Like when we're like some, some of the conversation, like even, even just before we started the podcast, I figured we, we could have started that conversation just sitting. I around. know we always like, do it after the podcast too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, but we, we can still continue. It's not like that was all it was. Like we just continue to have a conversation, but I don't, I don't think I can do it with just anybody. Me and Kelsey stay talking. Well, I did it with uh, like three or four friends from work, and it, dude, if you listen to it, it's almost like pitiful. It sounds so forced. <laughs> it sounds like, because I, I talk eighty percent of the time on that one, but you know how I am, dude. I could probably do a fucking podcast by myself. Yeah, just talking about random shit that I know. Right. I think the only topic that I could talk about and know enough about said topic to just ramble about it for hours is music. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think it would be tough to do a podcast by myself. Like I could, I could probably sit around and talk for two hours. I'm by just myself. very good at rambling, and you know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm. Well, terrible I wouldn't. About I wouldn't it. say you ramble. Oh man. Like from the feedback we've gotten, I don't think you ramble all that. Those much. are all of our friends, though. Yeah, but I trust that. I'm ready know, for some unbiased opinions. Yeah, I, I think most of the, you know, all the friends that we've had listen to it would be honest with us. Like, you know, that's fair. That wouldn't. I would hope they would be honest with us. I, I also would hope they'd be honest with us. Criticism, like you guys said, I don't talk loud enough, and I I appreciate that. Yeah, like maybe I, maybe I'm being too quiet. Like I didn't notice it, but I'm glad you guys did. Yeah, of course we noticed it because we had to listen to it. Yeah, you guys had to put your ears up to the yeah, speaker. Yeah, no, the most one. annoying one is in the car because they're trying to hear it in the car. Yeah, that's. I think that's like from when I've listened to our podcast in the car. 
like I have to turn even even with your voice. I mean, it's not like you're talking quietly, but I have to turn it all the way up just because the audio is just quiet. Well, my or audio it was before. the audio in my car is really good. Yeah, so it's not that bad. But I totally understand. Right. Give more yeah. give more subcategories. I will give them. Gib. Uh, you want to try to go to the so hour and a half mark? Hour and a half? Yeah. Why? Oh, yeah, you, you have to get ready for work soon, well, don't you? I mean, no, not soon. It's up to you. We can see see where we end up okay. once we get through these, and I, I still have a lot to talk about over here. Well, so here, just you just let me it's know. It's your time to shine. I'm okay. going to let you do whatever you want to do for a couple minutes. All right, let's I'm do gonna it. I'm going to go make some food. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to sit right here. <laughs> I was like, whoa, dude. Yeah, that's, come that's on, a, dude. That's a change. Yeah. No, but um, so like with the moderately low enthusiasm, um, I was just reading further down. Um they're particular, or at least being moderately low in enthusiasm. You're not particularly um, interested in large social gatherings. I would, I would say that I'm probably more apt to, you know, stay home and you know hang out with a few friends, as opposed to going out to a big party and drinking and, you know, just doing that type of thing. Like I just don't really find that. I, at times, I find it fun. Yeah. But like. Sorry, I have a story now. Okay, okay. I know. It. I I want to let you talk, but you just remind me of something. All right, let's hear it. Uh, I'm very outgoing, um, and you know how I, I like drinking. Uh, so, you remember the Christmas party that we went to? That was the first time I was able to drink around like a bunch of random people I didn't know. Bro, that's like the happiest I've ever been. <laughs> I think it's fun to drink around other people as long as like you know who you're drinking around. Like, like when we drank uh, the first night. Fuck, and drink dude. Together. That was fun. Like everybody was around. Like I like being around a bunch of random people too, though. Yeah. I don't know why. I just enjoy being around humans. I, I can. I like going to and drinking with people who aren't like obnoxious as fuck. Like That's I fair. think I went. I probably went to a frat like one time when I was in college. Annoying ass people. Huh? Annoying ass people. It's just like everybody's so obnoxious and, you know, like, and, and it's a tight squeeze anyways and people are all around you. And like, we were like, we went to the dance floor like one time and it was just like, uh, bro, I like, feel like it, I would love that. I mean, yeah, you might, you might have a, have a good time. Like, cause it's funny to people watch. Like I, I got a kick out of that. But mm -hmm. other than that, like I just didn't really, it's just not my cup of tea. Actually, you know I wanted to mean? talk to you about something. Yeah. So, uh, I don't even know how to describe this. So I was listening to what drugs uh, have effect on your brain. Yeah. And I've never taken this, and I never plan on taking it. But I feel I'm like sure. I feel like I would love Adderall. Like Adderall is great. You like Adderall? I like Adderall. Oh, did I feel like I would fucking love Adderall? Oh, I love it. Um, I don't take it all that often. Really, really <laughs> only once every two days. I had so the first time I ever took it, it was uh, I think it was a bigger dose and. Uh, Cause like a friend of mine had a prescription and he gave us some and, um, I was like on my shit. Like I was more focused than I ever have been in my life. And like, you feel good and you have so much energy, but like I took it two days in a row and then the second day it was awful. Like it's, it just doesn't like, you're just, you just feel tired. Yeah. And at least, at least for me in my experience, like I felt tired. I had a headache halfway through the day, but like recently I've taken some, like just like a small dose, like, and it's like, a, it's like a nice cup of coffee. It's like a, you're not really buzzed or anything like that. Like I, I felt the focus and I felt like I was just, you know, I just had a good night's sleep and, you know, I just had energy, like consistent energy throughout the day. Um, I definitely wouldn't recommend taking it all the time because it's, you know. Well, still, Austin from work said he tried it and he hated it. 
Yeah. He like did it's not. not for he didn't like anything about it. But I've experienced that you can have natural highs. You ever had a natural high? Describe what you mean by so a like an adrenaline high. rush. I would describe as a natural high. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, Absolutely. and then a runner's high. Yeah, there's that, and then I feel like you can have more, but I can't think of any at the moment because those are the only two that I've experienced. Well, with like a with like another person, like your like a relationship type thing. Oh Maybe. yeah, I love like, type high. Yeah, yeah, but no, I experienced runner's high. Um, I've never experienced it while actually running, but riding a bike, it's like the same thing. Yeah. So I, I I've gotten that on a bike. Yeah, for sure. I would say, like for me, like after I work out, that's when that kind of kicks in for me. Like, oh, that sucks. Well, I mean, it's like. I, I, honestly, I feel like that's that's like how how it should how be I, how I thought it should be. Just mm-hmm. because, like, you know, while you're doing it, you're like straining yourself and like you're kind of sore while you're doing it because you're you know lifting heavy ass weights or yeah. you know pushing yourself while you're running or something. And then after, like, you're you know your your body's starting to heal itself. It's like ah, that feels great, dude. I gotta take a rest day today. You do? Oh man, I'm like feeling my body. I'm, I'm still sore. sore as fuck. I'm I'm just sore enough to where I. I know that I did I did what I was supposed to do at the gym like I I did just enough where I know I'm I uh, You're good. made an improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But natural highs are cool. I had a huge adrenaline rush the other day. It was crazy. I Let's loved it. it. Oh, dude, I loved it. So, uh, I feel like it's because so my boss or whatever came up to me and said I did something wrong, which I usually don't do shit wrong, so it, yeah. it might have hit me the other way. David does everything right. Yeah, yeah, usually. But I feel like it hit me the wrong way, and it like sparked an, adre- an adrenaline rush inside of me. So I just cleaned like for like an hour and a half straight. I like cleaned like everything in the store. I was yeah. hyper focused, and I was like, "Man, if this is what fucking Adderall does, I would love Adderall." But anyway, I drank a whole protein shake, which I have not done in months, so my body wasn't used to it. So I came down from that adrenaline rush, and my stomach hurt like a bitch from all that. So I like had to end up going home early because I felt like shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that adrenaline rush ended up killing me. I'm glad you mentioned that just because the way, um, you know, just the way that like my boss and Chris, how it's not necessarily, they're not like ragging on you. Like, like, well, are are you going to sell a car today? Like, are you going to go do something? Like, it kind of like for me, like now that, now that I think about it, it's, it's like not like negative reinforcement. Basically it's like, it's like, okay, well, I didn't notice that you were working just now, even though you were, (laughs) maybe you should do better. And it's like, it kind of pushes me to like, okay, maybe I need to step it up a little bit. Like they, they track your actions, which is like when you send an appointment, phone calls, text, emails, like when you, whether you, um, send it or receive it and making notes and stuff like that. And you know, when I first started, like it was hard, you were supposed to get like 50 actions a day, at least as a salesman. And, um, like I struggled to get to that, and then after a certain point, I was beating everybody like consistently. Yeah. And then now, I can see the actions for all the Cronin stores. Yeah. And now I make it a, I make it a point to be at the top every time, just so that like nobody can say anything to me. Like, well, you're the BDC. You can you you should have triple what all the salesmen have. You know, like there was a day where I only had like 115 actions or something like that. And I think it was on, it was like the day before Christmas or I'm not sure if we were, yeah, it was Christmas Eve and we got off early that day and it was just kind of a really, we were a little more laid back than we should have. And I didn't do, I mean, I was still working, but you know, everybody was kind of behind and I was like, well, I got, 
you know, I got my actions in for the day. And like, yeah. I think it was Chris was like, well, you're, you're the BDC. You should have at least triple what, what everybody else has. You have way more people to work with. And I was like, wow, you know, you're right, you know. And now, like, I regularly have, like, almost 200 actions every day. And, like, when I look at the other stores, I'm, like, blowing them out of the water for, for action. Hit that mouse. And, Everything yeah. just went black again. And, uh, but, yeah, and and then that just, and that just translates into, you know, more appointments set. And so, like, I've, at least just from when I look at it, like, I'm doing a little bit better. Like, I don't want to, like, make it sound like I'm being cocky or, or whatever, but I'm confident that I'm doing a little better than the other BDCs at the other stores and all that, which is, like, you know, just going back to that negative reinforcement, like, they notice, like, I think, at least, just from the feedback that I've gotten from, from them, like, they think I'm doing a good job, but they're not going to, if if you sit sit there and pat the pat me on the head, I, I'll get comfortable, and, you know, I won't try and do any better. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. I'm just yeah. getting too comfortable, and I hate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I do Absolutely. not want to be too comfortable. Yeah, yeah, me neither. And that's that's another thing, like, with just, um, you know, that can tie into this episode, being yourself and, like, um, you know, not getting comfortable. Like, uh, Takes I was, off jacket. <laughs> yeah. I w- like, I was listening to Jordan Peterson before we came here, and he makes a good point. Like, a lot of people, you know, when, when people say negative things about themselves, they're like, no, 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 you're you're perfect just the way you are. Yeah. You're not. You're not okay how you are like because you can be better like even if you're your best self now like you can be way better than that you can always be better yeah like like there's always potential for you there's always room to grow and improve like who's the richest man in the world you don't have as much money as him yeah bezos he's a a rich guy for sure i'm sure he could work on himself yeah i'm sure there's things that in his life like he's got probably a lot of things figured out but you know, he's still got issues that he is. It's like the money solves of. everything thing. Yeah, and it definitely does not. Yeah. Does not. There's definitely depressed rich people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've actually felt that here recently. Not that I'm <laughs> not not like I have a lot of money. Wow, but okay, like, Dick. But like I'm like I've been struggling with money just because like I had a bunch of bills that I had to catch up on and then I found out I owe money on my taxes now. And God, then I was that sent sucks, a, bro. Yeah, I was sent a debt collection bill that I was not aware of. So like now I'm in the hole and it's like, but, but it didn't affect, like, I'm still happy to go to work. I'm still in a good mood. Like, yeah. and I, I kind of like sat back and realized a few days ago, I was like, man, you know, I know it's easy to say when you're broke, but money's not everything like, yeah. for sure. So what's something motivational you could say about being yourself? Cause dude, I, I mean, I'm not trying to like brag, but I'm mm-hmm. all like, I, I, I had nothing to say because I'm always myself. Like that's good. Man. I don't even, that's good. I don't you should even always try. try and like, you, you don't want to just agree with people and, you know, mirror them just because you want to have good rapport with them or, you know, yeah, I mean, uh, like you, I mean, it depends on who it is, who it is, I guess. If it's someone I don't feel like getting it. I mean, I'm a manager. Yeah. I don't feel like arguing with people at work. Right. But uh, if it's like outside of work, then cool. Yeah. But I just don't like doing that at work, but I try to always be myself. Like, I don't know. I just naturally do that. I think it's because I was raised by my mom and not my dad. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So what 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 would you have to say about being yourself that would help other people be themselves? I think in order to be yourself, you have to know yourself. Like you have to like like going with this understanding myself, like you don't have to necessarily pay the 10 bucks to, you know, learn about your personality. Just like paying attention to your habits and your quirks and shit and like if you're you know, if you're addicted to something like this damn jewel, like if 
Like, I know that I'm addicted to that, and I know how I can fall into, you know, being worse about it. And I'm aware of that, you know, and that's something that I know that I need to work on. And that, I think that in itself motivates you, you know. Like, if you start, if you're honest with yourself, and you don't just, like, brush it off, yeah, then it makes it a lot easier to be motivated to, like, okay, you know, I, I need to, I need to fix that. Or, like, um, let's see, I have it written. Mm, wow, know. could you read? Like learning, I didn't know you had to read. I can, damn near can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> like, um, like thinking about, like, as a, like knowing yourself and all that. Um, you know, thinking about how you were brought up and like what seems normal to you. Like maybe something that seems normal to you isn't a good thing for you. Yeah. Like borrowing money from people or you know mooching off of other people. Like, you know, like I know like. That's something that's dealt with in my family. People borrow money that they probably won't be able to pay back, and yep. it causes tension with the people that you love and your friends and all that shit, and it's stupid. You know, like, like I, I definitely know, like, I noticed myself falling into that whenever I first moved back from college because I lived at home. And when I first, when I, the very first time I dropped out, like, I didn't have a job for a couple weeks, and I just lived at home. And Did you feel like a piece of shit? I definitely felt like a piece of shit because <laughs> I didn't have any money. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, well, I'm just sitting in the house all day being a sad guy. Yeah. And it's just not good for you. I talked to Austin from work about that, actually. He said that he wants to become rich enough in his younger life that he can retire early. Like, that's like his goal in life right now. He wants to be able to retire by like 40. Right. That's his goal. See, like, I, I like the idea of... I thought it sounded terrible. So, I don't like the idea of retirement, yeah. but I like the idea of, like, in your 20s, I think uh, it's either Grant Cardone or Gary Vee that talks about that. Like, I think it's Gary Vee. It's like busting your ass in your 20s because by the time, like, your 20s are, like, your, your prime years and, like, your, you know, your brain function, you're, you're still developing until you're, like, 25. Yeah. But, you know, you're at peak performance and you can... You can learn a lot better than, like, they say old dogs can't new, learn new tricks. I mean, you can definitely still learn stuff by, the like, past 30. But, like, you know, that starts to degrade. Like, depending on how good you take care of yourself and, and yeah. all that. But, but um, Good thing I'm eating peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. That's my health But food. it's like, you know, you set yourself up for success so you don't have to work as hard after you're 30. Yeah, like, see. I would love to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30. And then I can do something that I want to do. Yeah. And then, you know, work at my own pace. I would never, I, I would never want to retire just because, like, once you retire, you kind of, you just kind of have to figure out what to do with yourself. Like, you don't feel, you don't have those responsibilities to be motivated to do well, anything. Well, see, my buddy Austin's argument is that he has a shit ton of hobbies. <laughs> well, yeah, if you, if you have hobbies that you, you know, you can pursue and you can, you know, do things with that sure that that's see, that's I don't. different i'm not interested in a lot of things right yeah see see like and and you're still young too like you can you can go into you know like like going on with the podcast that's something we do on the this side. is a pretty interesting hobby yeah yeah, yeah. De definitely i think i i wouldn't even consider it or i would i would definitely consider it a hobby but I would say it's um, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lifestyle podcast lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think it's a uh, you know it's also a good creative outlet. You know, and would you would you say this is creative? 
I would say this is creative. Really? I, in, in, a, in a way, it's not I like, mean, technically, we're creating something that didn't exist before. Yeah, In yeah. that sense, yes. I think it's not, it's not creative in the sense of it's like art or yeah. music or anything like that, but I think it's... You know, creative that we we're, we're, we think of our own things to talk about, and we have a that's true. But I would say what we're talking about is not creative at all. It's a, it's definitely we're very logical very, logical talkers. Yeah, it's very low level creativity. Yeah, uh, that we just we thought about it on our own to start a podcast. Of course, we're influenced by Joe Rogan and who. <laughs> no, uh, Joe Rogan and like Jordan Peterson. Oh my god! And, you know, like just that little that dip. silence. Yeah, it like, looks like a that's fucking, like a whole second yeah, of silence. Beep. How awkward! Yeah, yeah, our podcast died for a second. Yeah, no, but um, yeah, but I, I would still consider it somewhat creative. Really? Yeah, not everybody goes out and starts a podcast. I mean, that's true, but I feel like we got really lucky with meeting each other because I could not imagine myself doing this with anybody yeah, else. I don't think I would have just. Like went out of my way. I think maybe at some point me and Austin would have done it. Yeah, that'd be cool. But, and I th- I think that would be cool if we did start one. Like yeah. Just me and him or something. But, you know, we're both we both work a lot, and he's about to have two babies. He's actually about to have babies in the next few days. Oh my god! I believe it's next week, uh, which is awesome. You think he's stressed or excited about it? Um, a little bit of both. It's yeah, a big. Uh, gotta be. It's a big thing for sure. Two kids. Two kids. Two baby boys. Yeah. I'm super excited for him. But we are at the hour and 25 minute mark, so I want you to talk about what you want to talk about, and I'm not going to cut you off. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let me pull it back up. So uh, we were t- we were just talking about enthusiasm, which I'm moderately low in. We'll just move on to the next one. Um, assertiveness, uh, which is the subcategory of extroversion. Um, and yeah, this one was surprising for me. I'm in the 68th percentile of that one. So I'm moderately high in assertiveness. I would never, even even now, I think I'm, I still need to work on being more assertive with, you know, just, I, I mean, I'm not, I don't have nearly as much, uh, for lack of a better word, power as a manager over there at Cronin, but like I still have, you know, I should still be able Responsibilities. to. Responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, just like when people are hanging around, me at my desk and it kind of keeps me from doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I'm more apt to sit there and have a conversation. I mean, if it's about work and about a customer and we're talking about a deal and we're trying to figure out like, you know, what we're going to say to these people or, you know, how we're going to take another angle and, you know, and convince them, you know, that, you know, you know, know, this is a good deal. Huh? You know, you know, you know, you know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm making funny. Sorry. No, I definitely say that a lot. It'll help you pay attention to to not doing it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you called me out. Yeah. Cause I don't say, I don't say uh nearly as much. I'm trying to get rid of the words like and literally and uh uh huh. I say you know is is a big one for me. I I say that a lot. Really? Yes. I try to avoid that. I almost said it just then but I didn't because I You know, dude. You know. Yeah. But Yeah, you know. Sorry, I cut you off again like I said I wouldn't Yeah, fuck you, David. Whatever. (laughs) So uh moderately assertive types, uh are more take charge. Um, they put their own opinions forward and are somewhat likely to dominate and control social situations. That's why I v- very much thought this was interesting for me because I didn't, I wouldn't consider myself that even now. Hmm. Like if there's a group of people talk like group chats on text, I do not respond to group texts because <laughs> I feel like it's awkward to just chime in because most of the time people are not just like focused on your one. Oh yeah, there's twenty other texts to look at. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 
interesting. That's something I do need to work on, I think, for myself. Um, let's see. I say let's see a lot. That's another one. Let's see here. Uh, they can be influential and captivating. I think in some way, uh, without sounding full of myself, I think I can be kind of influential just because I... Oh, yeah, I, 100%. I think I go out of my way to you know, take care of myself and eat healthy yeah. and, you know, go to the gym, even though I don't want to all the time. Like I'm, you know, and I feel like people, it's more of a lead by example thing. Like I'm not gonna, you know, I already told you I that, right? What? That I saw your notebook. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then I was yeah, like, man, this guy that. is really trying to better himself every day. I was like, that is very yeah. influential. I mean, so, like yeah. they're like when I was in college, like I burned that notebook up. I have another notebook with that. I started in uh, college. Just get a note phone. Like I do stupid. Dude, I don't like using notes on my phone because I don't look through them. Yeah, like, well, I have notes on my phone you know that... I'll, I'll save this one. Cause what? No, nothing. I'll show you later. All right, whatever. Yeah, later. I'm probably going like to forget about seconds. it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, fuck you, David. Yeah, I'm saving that, too. Whatever. Yep. Um, so... Cool. Uh, I would say, with, with the last part, it says moderately assertive people are are more likely to be action-oriented. Oh. Um. Rape? They're less likely for others to. It sounds like rape. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly not, what not it that kind like. of uh, action oriented. Oh, okay. Uh, but if if someone was like that, I'm I'm sure that w- they would fall in this category probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're less likely to wait for others to lead the way. I think I am I I am good about that. Um, for for example, like when I started. Uh, playing baseball, like I started and I started actually playing like like where I actually made the team and got playing time in in our summer league here in Richmond. And uh, I remember I didn't have a specific position that I wanted to play or thought that I would play or be good at. Um, Always thought catchers were pretty cool. Always thought wearing the gear would be cool. And, you know, you're, you're involved in every play and like, and all that. And on our team, nobody wanted to be a catcher. And it was the first practice. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll do it. Whatever. Like I'll, you know, if nobody else wants to do it, I'll just do it so that we have a catcher. Yeah. You know, and I and I wasn't good, but I still did it. And you know, if uh, let's see, I, I threw myself off because I said you know and I didn't want to. You know, you know, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, on to the next one. That's fine. <laughs> Neuroticism, which I'm moderately low in. Uh, that's the that's the uh, the third or fourth big five trait that we're on here. I lost track. Idiot. Uh, so with moderately low levels of neuroticism, you tend not to focus on negative elements, anxieties, and uncertainties of the past, present, and future. They can have periods of time where they're unhappy, anxious, and irritable, particularly when facing a serious sustained problem. So the happier you are, the better. Yeah. The more carefree you are, the better. Uh, uh, Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 dude. Ignorance is bliss. Come on. Dude, disagree with me. No, no, no. Just say yes. No. No, dude, come on. Fuck you, dude. (laughs) I'm being assertive, uh, but they generally cope well with these things. Don't worry too much and recover comparatively quickly when stressed. I would probably agree with this. I've had some rough patches where I was like, for weeks on end, I felt like I was, you know, in a a big rut. Um, but stupid. Yeah, yeah. That that's a big part of it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm usually pretty good about keeping keeping my head up about things like I, I try to think overly positive about a lot of things and and it's not good to think overly positive about everything. Yeah. But you know, I try to find the positives in everything. 
Yeah, but that's a good thing. Yeah, so my hot water in this place, seven minutes. Seven minutes. I'm not that exaggerating. The hot water lasts for seven minutes every time. And at first, I was like, well, this is shitty. Guess I'm going to have to call my landlord. But then after like a week, I was like, oh, shit, I'm taking quick-ass showers. Quick showers, a uh, smaller water bill. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just no, getting, that's, that's definitely a good I'm thing. getting out of there quick, and I don't have a choice. Oh, dude, that's my favorite thing. That's so weird because people don't like that. I love not being given a choice yeah. about certain things. Like, it's so great. Like, uh, if, if my car was on E right now, I would love it because I'd be like, oh, now I have to get gas. I don't have a fucking choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's like, like, okay, well, I'll make myself do this, and that's good because I need to get gas. It's anyway. like, I have to do this. Like, I don't have a choice. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I wish I had one day to pay my, pay my bills so that way I could be late on all of them. And No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to – I just wish I – I hate procrastinating. Yeah. But I do it. <laughs> yeah, it happens to the best of us. Yeah, true. So the first subcategory of neuroticism would be withdrawal. From uh, what? Uh, people moderately low, which is what I am. I'm in the 27th percentile on that one. Um, they tend not to suffer nor, or they tend not to suffer from nor be impeded by anticipatory anxiety. Um, they can handle new, uncertain, un- unexpected, threatening, or complex situations quite well, and they're not likely to avoid or withdraw in the face of unknown and un- unexpected. I would definitely agree with this one, uh, especially just looking at, you know, when I worked at Domino's, I didn't know much about Dayton, and they sent me over there, and I just went ahead and did it. I was like, fuck it. You know, yeah. I might as well. It's a promotion, basically. And even, so at the beginning of the year, last year, I, um, my girlfriend at the time, her dad had sent me up with this guy in Oregon. Oh, and, wow. And oh, this, when's the marriage? What? No, he oh. set you up with no, this fuck guy. Fuck you, David. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me off guard there. No, uh, so he has sent me up with this guy in Oregon, and at the time, like, I was going to college to grow cannabis. Like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to have my own grow. Legally, of course. I wasn't going to do it here in Indiana. Yeah, I it's bet. It's illegal. Um, but he had sent me up with this guy, and he has his own farm. He grows his own hemp in the summer, and he has uh, a few buildings there that, he rents out to cannabis companies that grow their own inside there. And I did not know this guy from Adam. Like I, it was, uh, it seemed like a very strange experience for me. Like I had to fly out there by myself, I had to buy my own plane ticket and go to Oregon for three or four days. I had to get a B and B and I'd never done that on my own before. Like it was like, very weird and so I went out there and it's just it's it was an interesting experience because I did it all on my own and it was totally unknown like I had to rent a car I had to drive over an hour from the airport to my B&B where I was like halfway in between where I was supposed to be at Uh. like with the farm and all that and I was only going there to meet this guy for one day and like he gave me a tour and everything and while like the days I wasn't going to meet him like I had to find things to do and it was it was very interesting like I just going out of my way to go to unknown places I went to a few different restaurants while I was there and I even went to a bar like the morning before uh, my my flight I didn't drink or anything obviously no I I just had to get breakfast somewhere on the way and you say you went to a bar yeah and it was super interesting because I was like sitting at the bar talking to the bartender like eating breakfast like it was a it was a very uh new experience for me and i just 
felt like it was very cool for me. Yeah. And in and, and and a funny thing about like the unknown part of it. So when I went to meet this guy, his name's Brad. Uh, so whenever I first met him, he's like, "So tell me how I know." Uh, I'm not. Uh, well, his name's Jason. Um, so tell me how I know Jason. It's like, uh, well, I kind of just thought you know, you guys went to school together or you guys were just good friends or, you know, whatever. So this guy had me come all the way from Indiana to meet him. He, th- he was like, well, are you, are you staying with some family in town? Are you visiting while you're, you know, while you're, you know, just coming to see this? And it's like, no, nah, man, I just came out here to see this for a couple of days. He was like, oh, wow. So like, I didn't know the guy. He barely knew Jason. And he's showing me his whole grow operation, like, which, I mean, not, like, they let me know that, I, like, I couldn't take pictures or anything. They was like, this is something people don't get to do. And I was just like, whoa, that's crazy. Huh. You know, like, you, you don't get to see those kind of grows, like, because everybody does them a little bit differently and all that. And I know I kind of got off track there, but. No, it's cool. No, but it was it was a, a very interesting experience, to say the least. That's good. Um Get your stupid so, notes out of the way, you idiot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Volatility on neuroticism. Uh, let's see. Not very much in their mood. Not particularly irritable, I would say. I'm not. Like, I'm pretty level-headed. You That's know, good. I don't fly off the handle very well. You know. You don't have uh, a short fuse? No, definitely not. I I can keep my head with a lot of... Shut up. I, just Shut just up. from growing Shut up. Shut up. Fuck you, Shut David. I, just from growing up around my family, a lot of people have short fuses. And if you just realize, like, if you don't fly off the handle too, like, you can definitely calm a situation down with, like, you just keeping a level head and being logical about shit instead of arguing back and forth. Yeah. For no reason, you know, it doesn't get you anywhere. Don't go by your emotion. Go by your sense of your brain. Use sense. your brain, folks. Uh, use your brain, not your heart. Just kidding. Emotions are by your brain too. Yeah. So. Sort of. Uh, emotion, or, uh, look, talk, we were talking about emotions. Openness to experience, which oh I'm moderately God. high in. Um, so this one, being moderately high, is a, a primary dimension of creativity, artistic interest, and intelligence. Um, I'm in this, I think I said it, but I'm in the 68th percentile on that one. Um, which I thought this one was kind of weird because I wouldn't consider myself very creative at all. Same. Like we already said. Um, I always thought I was moderately smart. I was smarter than like Idiots. quite a few people in school. I wouldn't say I was a genius or anything, but um, let's see more more like being visionary and like big picture type stuff. Um, kind of go through these a little bit faster. Um, yeah. So intellect, God, which is moderately high. That's good. Um, but this is not to be confused with IQ. Yeah, how do they measure in, intellect? So intellect is a measure of interest in abstract ideas, essentially, uh, while IQ is a measure of processing speed, verbal ability, working memory, and problem-solving capacity. And verbal it, ability is the only thing I have for me. There you go. Yep. And uh, it is it is measured with a formal IQ test. It is perfectly possible to have a very high IQ and a low score of intellect, or the reverse. So I could be a total idiot. That's um, interesting. I've never taken an IQ test, which I would like to, but I also don't see the point in it at the same time. IQ tests are weird. They're they're weird because it's like, if you get a bad score, you're like, oh fuck, yeah, I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm fucking idiot. Or like, you could get a really high score, and be like, okay, I'm a genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then you're you're either blowing your head up or you're deflating it. 
one way or the other. And if well, I mean, you're just average. <laughs> but if you're like yes, really, I'm average. But like if you're really, like I just don't. It, there's really no reason for it. Like it, if you if you look at um, like just how personalities match up with, um, you know, certain jobs. Like Jordan Peterson lays it all out in one of his uh, podcasts or YouTube videos. But like there, like there's a certain cutoff for you know if you're like being a CEO and you know. The, those type of higher end jobs like yeah. you're you're obviously going to have a higher IQ because you can handle the responsibility and the problem solving and talking to different people yeah uh, whereas like they're you know for low IQ there's like more more simple jobs that are just you know that are more repetitive like dominance well I mean I wouldn't say like being in a manager's position is a little different that's a little higher up the totem pole you know yeah because you have you have problems to solve. You have people to manage, and while you're also doing the dumbed like, down tasks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, and I don't I don't like saying that like the dumbed down tasks because like I don't think anybody is explicitly dumb. No, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. I'm just saying it's an easy job. Yeah, I, I would yeah. definitely say it's easy yeah. for sure. And it's just like, um, I I don't remember where I was going with that. Wow, you're stupid. But, well, finish your notes up because I actually have some stuff to do. Idiot. Oh, God damn it, David. Yeah, openness. I'm moderately high in openness, which well, is... Well, you don't have to, like, go fast. I don't give a shit. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Okay. The closest cinnamon, cinnamon <laughs> for openness rather than openness to experience, which <laughs> oh <my> encompasses... <laughs> encomp- Stop, bro. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. You're killing me. Um, moderately open and creative people find beauty... Oh, uh, shit. I lost my spot. Find beauty Idiot. important without an outlet to express their creative ability they may have some difficulty thriving they like art and beautiful crafts they're more sensitive to color and architectural form they enjoy collecting i don't see i don't get this one for myself because i see the the beauty in being able to create a an interesting piece of art or like architecture and shit like that but i also don't uh, I don't enjoy collecting, but I don't really enjoy looking at art. You don't enjoy collecting time. anything? No, I don't think I collect anything. See, I'm a, I'm a big music I, fan, so. I have a lot of music on my phone, like a thousand songs. Well, I have like I mean, vinyls and shit. Yeah, see, I'm not, yeah. Yeah, I don't get into it like that. You're not like know? a, you're not a um, collector of anything? No. I, no. You gotta have that one thing, man. I'm trying to think, but I just. Jewel I really pods, you piece of shit. I don't collect that shit. I throw them away as soon as I'm done with them. <laughs> No, um, yeah, I don't know. I thought that one was interesting. I'm definitely open to, like, new, like, looking at, like, abstract art and stuff, and I can see where that can be interesting for people. Like, yeah. maybe, maybe I'm not super interested in it myself, but I can see how it would be interesting for someone else. Because f- I know there's a lot that goes into art. I took an art class in uh, college, which I failed, by the way, Um <sighs> And just like learning the stuff from that, you know, there's a lot more that goes into art than just paint and a brush. I'm by far more interested in the meaning behind the art than the art itself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's that is an interesting part of it. Like I, like just uh, uh, in regards to art, um, the Vanilla Boy. I think it's very interesting. You know, he creates fuck him music and and all that. I like the Vanilla Boy, goddammit. I hate him. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Ooh, whoa, you should love Chill. Whoa, chill. that was crazy. Technical difficulties, folks. Our computer just fell and almost was destroyed. David doesn't know how to set it up. Shut up.
No, but what what, what I was saying was, uh, you know, you don't really realize how much goes into making a song until like like the night you had to record, you sound like you were throwing up like multiple times. Like, I'm sure he has that to take. Wasn't good enough. Yeah, yeah, I and and I remember that. Again. Yeah, and it's like I'm sure he's had to record a verse or two like multiple times for it to sound the way the way oh, he wants yeah, it before he posts it. And you know, and I can appreciate like you know the meaning for him at least behind his lyrics and everything like that's that's interesting to me um so that and that's the last of the the uh categories of the big five trades so understandmyself.com would definitely be something to check out if uh, you guys are interested do you have any more notes to talk about um i'll just give you a, a quick rundown and we're getting close to no nah, dude it's all about you yeah whatever baby <laughs> um hold on actually would, before you start yeah yeah go ahead I will say, not trying to be an asshole, but I would be a lot better on Wednesdays. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, just because I won't have to be because I just woke up. Yeah, yeah. It's it is tough with our schedules and trying to. Work do you want to try to do out. Sunday? <laughs> I think we should just do Sundays. Just I think, Sundays. I mean, we can record more than one on a Sunday and just release one halfway through the week if or I something. Didn't if work, it would be, it'd be cool great. But I always work on Sundays. Oh shit! I forgot about that. I always work on Sundays. Man, yeah. I don't know. It's it's. I'm glad we find time for it, but I don't like having to cut it short. Which I mean, it's nothing. It's nothing you're doing wrong. Like you yeah, it just sucks that I have to work today. And yeah, and like if I, like I'm just gassed after work, and I just don't. I'm not gonna have as much to say. Should I request know. Wednesdays and Thursdays off? You should. Yeah. I'm sure you wouldn't have a problem getting that off. I also, I mean. I'm sure I would not have a problem getting that off. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like if if you're comfortable with doing that, I don't want to make you do your schedule. I mean, different I than know. you're used to or whatever. I don't fucking know, but it just, yeah. I See, mean, wait, you have Tuesdays off? Yeah. I may be able to switch mine to Tuesday, even though I don't want to have Tuesday off. You don't have to do that. Whatever. I'll, we'll go through I'll, your I'll notes, dumbass. Okay. Um, essentially, what I have here um, is know and learn about yourself. Um, accept who you are. Like, you have to be able to be comfortable with yourself. Um, to improve upon yourself and do better in life, I guess. Uh, don't, like, try to get away from the negative thoughts. Like, don't call yourself fat or, like, don't say you're an idiot and shit like that. Dude, are you implying fat's negative? <laughs> fat is negative. <laughs> like, okay, maybe you're a little bigger than you want to be, but you can work on it. That's fair. Like, whatever. Um, express yourself to a certain degree. Like, of course, there's always going to be certain situations where you have to have a filter and all that, but don't be afraid to like be yourself. That's just part of, I guess that be yourself is what the episode is, but, um, uh, don't fear what people think about who you are and how you express yourself. Don't like, at least for me, I know I was, I used to be weird about the music that I liked. I didn't think any, like I, I pretty much only listen to rap music. So you like country? I mean, I used to be like, no, I hate country music. That's me now. Like, I would never listen to that. But, like, I mean, there's some country songs that I like, but it's not my first choice. Yeah, whatever, fact. You know what I mean? But, you know, don't be afraid to um, express how you how you are. Like, you're, if somebody disagrees with your political views, that's fine. That's their opinion, not yours. You can still be friends. Um, or even if you like different music. You got to set me up for the conversation over so I know when to run over there. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Okay. Um, balancing, or no, I just talked about that. Idiot. Um, 
Telling the truth is a huge one. Oh, yeah. Because if you're lying all the time, you're lying to yourself, and you build up those lies in your head, and you create a picture of yourself or something else that uh, just isn't true, and that'll that'll bring you into your own personal hell. And like uh, Jordan Peterson talks about that a lot, going into your own personal hell. We can talk about that on another episode, which I think would Gladly. be pretty interesting. Absolutely. We're going to have to write that down. Um uh, let's see. Uh, makes you stronger in the long run, essentially, if you tell the truth. I'm and... right over there. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Once again, you're not okay the way you are. <laughs> Improve yourself. Everyone's okay except for me. Yeah. All right. Conversation over.